Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Evan Fournier torched the New York Knicks and Tom Thibodeau. In a recent interview, he gave us some updates on his current relationship with Tom Thibodeau, his future with the New York Knicks, if he wants to be traded, and what he thinks his current trade value is. We're going to break down all of this and more today. Let's get started. Evan Fournier recently spoke out on his relationship with head coach Tom Thibodeau. In an interview with Jan Onona from Le Equipe, he gave the following statement on his relationship with Tom Thibodeau. Fournier's relationship with head coach Tom Thibodeau was not remotely close. I have nothing to say because I have none, according to Fournier. When he took me out of the five, he just told me he was going to try something else. Then, at the first match of a road trip, he announced to me that I was leaving the rotation. Ciao. Wow. What a comment from Evan Fournier here. He gave some information about Tom Thibodeau and how he treats his players here. Now, I know Evan Fournier was switched cheese on defense and he really couldn't play any defense and Thibodeau was right for benching him and he did the right thing for the Knicks for benching him and starting Quentin Grimes. I don't think any Knicks fan would argue that. But given the circumstances here, listen to Evan Fournier. He clearly stated that Tom Thibodeau said he wanted to try something. And then they went on the road trip. The first match of the road trip, he then announces he's out. Peace. That's essentially what Evan Fournier just said he did. And if that's the case, what a poor way to treat a player and what a poor way to communicate with people. I get it. Listen, if you're not going to be in my lineup, you're not going to be in my rotation, you don't play the level of defense I need you to play, you're out. And I can sit a player down and respectfully have a conversation with them and tell them this. I don't care who you are and what your role is to the Knicks. If something significant is happening to you or your playing time, I think it's up to the coach to sit that player down and have a respectful and responsible conversation with that player so they understand what's going on moving forward and maybe that's the time you talk about potential trade scenarios so that way if necessary you can trade that player to a team that they want to be traded to this is where those discussions start but they can't start if you never have them and when you tell a player that yeah we're going to try something out and then you announce right after that it's something that we're going to move forward with it sends an incorrect message to the player. It's going to get them frustrated. And now it's led to Evan Fournier speaking out about you and his relationship about you. And now everybody, not only the NBA, but everybody around the league, including fans, are looking at the situation, watching it, and hearing what he feels about you. And other players, stars or role players, are also listening to this. And what do you think they think? After hearing this, Evan Fournier also indicated that he wanted to be traded in this same interview. If you look at what he said here, I would be shot. I'm going to be traded. It's not possible otherwise. 
or I'd be stuck. And so would they. They have several players with big contracts coming in. Unless they want to pay a crazy luxury tax, if I stayed, it would be a disaster basketball-wise for my career. Fournier was blunt. I can manage a year without playing. Two, that would be terrible. Fournier is a competitor at the end of the day. He's a basketball player. And every NBA player, whether you're the last seat on the bench or you're an all-star, you have a competitive drive in your body that makes you want to play, makes you want to compete, and makes you want to win. And Evan Fournier sitting on the bench, he just told you. It reduced the way he felt about basketball and it made him feel less into the game. And of course, that's going to be the case because when you don't play, that's going to happen. But what's more telling is he doubled down on the fact that he wants to be traded. He clearly stated he does not want to be part of the team anymore. He's even giving reasons that the New York Knicks would benefit from him parting from the New York Knicks in terms of the luxury tax and things like that. So he's completely right about that. And I can't fault him for saying any of this to the New York Knicks. I can understand where Fournier is coming from here. The New York Knicks reduced his value so low to the ground that now every single trade scenario involving him with the Knicks have the Knicks giving him and draft compensation also along with him to trade him because we dropped his value to the floor by not playing him. And I understand the benching and not playing him. But there has to be strategy to moves. We have to have some type of future thought and think to ourselves, hey, if this guy is not part of the future of the New York Knicks, we're going to have to trade him. But one of the main statements to take away from Fournier here is the fact that he wants to be traded. He wants the Knicks to move him. And he wants to get more playing time because one year of not playing basketball, according to him, he can deal with it. But if he has to go two years without playing meaningful basketball where he impacts the game, it's going to hurt him basketball-wise. It would be a disaster for his career, as he said. That was a huge takeaway from this piece here. It would be a disaster for him to stay with the Knicks is what he's trying to say. Clearly what he said. This is something the league is reading Everybody is understanding what Fournier is going through. And this is painting a huge spotlight on the Knicks and how they communicate and treat players. And if you think about it from that standpoint, it's a huge fail on the New York Knicks. And not only on Tom Thibodeau, but on management. It's one thing for Tom Thibodeau to do this. It's another thing for Leon Rose and company to allow it. Fournier continued by stating the following regarding his trade value. I would be very surprised to be a Nick next year. They pay me $18 million. They have no interest in keeping me. If you want to trade me with a good return, why didn't you use me? I was coming out of a season where I was the fourth best three-point shooter in the league. Why not take advantage of it? Now they won't get anything interesting, and that's normal because I couldn't show anything on the court. This is a perfect example of what the New York Knicks do with some players. Whether you draft them or you bring them along in free agency or sometimes even if you trade for them. This is what the Knicks do. They get these players. They play them somewhat. And then when they feel that they have another player that can replace that player, 
they leave that player on the bench, lowering his value to the ground, and then they have to accept peanuts in return for him, or they have to add draft assets to that player to move him. We cannot continue a trend of lowering players' values to the point where we have to accept either little to nothing, or if we have to move them, we have to give something up in order to move them. There should be no world right now where we're giving up draft compensation to move Evan Fournier. I would rather let Fournier wither away on the bench than give him up with draft assets to move him away from this team because that doesn't make sense to me. So I absolutely agree with Fournier here in some regards. While I don't think his play warranted giving him a lot more minutes because again, his defense was atrocious. I do think you plan for these things. If you know Fournier is not in your long-term plans, then your goal is to move him as quickly as you possibly can. One of the key parts that he mentioned is why not take advantage of the fact that he broke that three-point record? I don't know why the Knicks didn't do that. We don't know if they did or didn't. We don't know if they tried to trade him after the fact or anything like that. I haven't heard a report of that yet. But let me say this. Evan Fournier stating that the Knicks need to take advantage of certain players when their value is a little bit higher is absolutely on key. But another thing they have to do is bring a player's value who's rock bottom low a little bit higher so you get a little bit more in return for that player. But it's clear as day with these statements in these reports, the New York Knicks need to trade Evan Fournier. Number one, because you can't have somebody making these statements stay with your organization. And number two, he's clearly indicating to trade him. He's basically yelling out the words, trade me Leon. And Leon needs to listen here, needs to pick up that phone and see what he can move Fournier for because he needs to get off this team very, very fast. So we've heard Evan Fournier speak about his relationship with Tom Thibodeau. We heard him speak about his future with the New York Knicks, including wanting to be traded. But what about last season? What was his thoughts about last season? Well, Evan Fournier gave us some updates on his past season with the New York Knicks. According to Fournier, he said the following, which I thought was very funny. Do you know Dragon Ball Z? When the hero Goku finds himself on planet Namek, injured in a regeneration capsule? I had this image in my head all year, every practice. That's what Fournier said. So basically, Fournier said he was Goku, and this is how he looked. But this was Evan Fournier last season, according to him at least. He was always in that chamber, rejuvenating, waiting to be called. But he was never, ever called, at least that many times. 27 games played last season. So his name really wasn't called all that often. And when it was, it was really in limited minutes. So at the end of the day, he was this Goku each and every day in practice, according to him. But that's not all Fournier said about his time with the New York Knicks and not playing. He also said the following. You want to spit on everyone. You have hatred. Derek Rose and I looked at each other and said to each other, what the hell are we doing here? During the five-on-five practice, we were on the side like some prospects, uncool at times. And when I realized that wouldn't change, I took things more slowly. I focused on myself and didn't let the rest get to me anymore. I did three cardio sessions 
two weight training sessions per week, a lot of travel work, analyzing game situations with assistant coach Daniel Brady. This is what Evan Fournier felt when he was not playing with the New York Knicks last season. And we learned even in practice, he would sometimes stand with Derrick Rose on the sideline, as he put it, as prospects, which was uncool in his words. Derrick Rose more than him is the veteran. So I would understand Rose a little bit more. But Evan Fournier with Rose on the sidelines, not even as a body in practice, I think that tells you the level of respect Tom Thibodeau had for Evan Fournier's game if during practice at times he wasn't even playing. For me, this is one of the most telling pieces of the entire article because Derrick Rose is involved here. Evan Fournier, I understand, right? And I get he wasn't playing. Tom Thibodeau made that executive decision. And to some parts, I absolutely agree with what he did because the Knicks got better after he did that. But it was what Derrick Rose said in that last piece that was so crucial and important to me. If you take a look at what he said here, he said that Derrick Rose and I looked at each other and said to each other, what the hell are we doing here? If Derrick Rose said that to Evan Fournier as well too, it just goes to tell you that a Thibs guy in Derrick Rose is saying this about Tom Thibodeau and his coaching style and what he's doing in practice. But I want to shine a light on the comments that Evan Fournier is saying about Tom Thibodeau and the Knicks organization because I feel like regardless of Evan Fournier, his comments are going to be zoned in on by many players around the league from role players to star players. And this interview is going to matter to some players wanting to come to New York. And if Tom Thibodeau is still the head coach of the New York Knicks at the time they want to come to New York, reports like this may dissuade them from wanting to come to New York. What a great interview by Evan Fournier. I thought he hit on some great points, mentioned some great things about Tom Thibodeau, his future with the New York Knicks, the fact that he wants to be traded, and so much more. In a nutshell, Fournier admitted that he doesn't have a relationship with Tom Thibodeau. He wants to get traded, doesn't understand the logic of the Knicks organization. And Fournier also said that he lost the fun in basketball and wants to have it back. He lost the fun in basketball. So the man is not even having fun at his profession anymore because he played for the New York Knicks this past season. Again, these remarks are very important because he's not the only one reading this. We are not the only ones reading and reviewing this. From role players to star players to superstar players, they're all watching, reviewing, and reading these comments. And for the Knicks, that's not a good thing. If you like this video, go ahead and leave a comment below. Smash that like button and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Knicks fans. Peace.